0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: All right, my talkers, we're hanging out with Lori and newly married Julia here on this beautiful Monday afternoon. Congratulations, Julia, on your wedding this weekend. Day three, having a lot of fun here. (laughs) So let's hang out and sit back and enjoy the show with Lori (laughs) No big fight yet. No fight yet. still good. Good, good.
0: Oh, it's all so good. I it's love that you're good.
2: calling it a shotgun wedding. It totally was. <laughs> um, by the way, yes. uh, the, those people on Broadway teased us this morning, Julia, with... You know, funny girl on Broadway. Yes, we, we went. Talked about it ad nauseum. And we went to the it. show. Yeah, went to the show. Almost talked, got kicked out. Yeah, just <laughs> talked about it before yeah. it even Before telling you the truth. Yeah, telling you the truth. <laughs> talked about it before it even opened on Broadway. Anyway, uh, I think you posted this for us, Grant. Yes. Um, they tweeted our first look at Leah Michelle, and they made a little. Two minute video of her, ex, you know, exercising her voice, doing practicing, because funny girl for her playing Vanny Vanny Bryce starts September sixth. Yes, the understudy is doing it at the August Wilson Theater all of August, and I have to say,
1: sounds pretty good. Oh, you want to hear it? Yes, let's give it a listen here. She sounds great. She's here I am. Ah,
2: goosebumps! I got goosebumps too. Googie. She- she- she, I mean, she she's, can sing. She's she's been a horrible they... person on the cast of Glee and everything, but I mean, honest to be, <laughs> I mean, she really—it's hard to deny how good her voice is it, and perfect for this role.
0: Well, the the problem was is that how do you cast someone who can't sing to play Barbara <laughs> Streisand, Fanny Price? I
2: mean, that is a that's a tough. That was a tough one. They thought, Fanny, it's like you and I, when we try to sing. We we know know we we can't sing. (laughs) And if anyone tries to cast us. Yeah, right. Well, go ahead. Try. (laughs) We're willing to do anything. Work with our agent, Grant. Um, Right. But anyway, it did make me just kind of go, they're billing it very like, I mean, she's getting a very good uh, PR Push on this and
0: well, I, even though the I love it about the video that Graham posted is it says hello, gorgeous, hello Fanny, yeah, hello Leah or whatever. Yeah. I mean, really, this will be amazing. And then they recast her mom too. So Thank it's goodness. just Tovah yeah. Feldshuh. But it was we had so much fun that night. You can't deny that, Lori. Oh no,
2: it was. We were blast. on a high. It was an absolute blast uh-huh. of a night. It just was such a. Disappointing show, and I think ah, I'd almost go back. I can try I will, it again. I will. I want to. I hope it's good. luck getting tickets. I know. I, well, Matt could just be looky lose for the first sure of weeks, but I mean, yeah, that show did suffer from really like getting horrible reviews and running at forty percent, forty five percent occupancy, supposedly. Wow, which I in some of my. Reading time I had very early this morning. Um, <laughs> theaters theaters are not, like live theater, those performances are not bouncing back, at least in New York City, the way they wanted to. People got very attached to their couches and apparently are slow to get off of them. Yeah? Yeah. Unlike, um, I feel like concerts here, have bounced Concerts back. have bounced. Like, I know Grant yeah. was at TJ or uh,
1: ZZ, ZZ Top. Top this
0: How was that, Grant?
1: <laughs> it was really fun. I got was to go it? with uh, Moon, who used to work here yes. at KS. And uh, him and I went down there for some steaks with his lovely wife, Cynthia, and another He's friend of theirs. And, She's a huge my talker. She, oh, she, listens, yeah. she listened to my talk over him back in the day. I know. <laughs> yeah. She's but, lovely. Yeah, and big fun.
2: disappointed yeah. for disappointment for people out at Treasure Island Friday night. What Duran, happened? Duran, Duran Duran got canceled.
1: canceled. Yeah.
2: And, and that was like pretty much a sold out show. It was because of the rain, re- right? They'll reschedule it. Yeah, just got the, you know, dark, dark, you know, yeah. dark skies. I mean, it was ominous looking a few different times. Oh. on friday back. friday yeah. was
1: yeah when i got home after my morning show stint i laid down and took a nap and woke up three different times to some heavy downpours it so. never
0: rained in woodbury it doesn't rain in
2: woodbury mm. i showed you my optimistic phone on thursday night i, I was said, I so only stressed 40% out percent chance of rain in woodbury and so was like, mine says 60 oh and i'm like your phone at is one point it was 90 <laughs> and i'm like what are we gonna phone. do
0: What are we going to do? It all
1: worked out great. Mm
0: -hmm. I think she's going to... I just hope they get the best reviews. I wonder if they could nominate it for a Tony with the new cast. I
2: don't know. You know? know. I don't know. I don't think so. I think that ship has sailed.
0: Yeah, probably.
2: You know, but... But Broadway is not
0: bouncing back. You're right about that.
2: Just that they want, like, the Lincoln um, Center, you know, like, the ballet and different symphonies. Like, people are just um, not quite going back or i wonder if like a
0: there was an exodus but i know a lot of young people who are
2: moving there yeah maybe there was but like this f- is in symphonies and plays. places all over the place people are just not getting just going a little slower yeah, you're yeah not getting back out there i don't know i mean i feel like we're holding up our end of going to see things and do
1: things <laughs> oh yeah <laughs>
2: especially you. concerts over the floor yes laura you are
0: i only have three Oh, so only one more. <laughs> right you. now,
1: I have two, but I'm Who sure are there'll you be going two. To? Right now, I'm going to Zach Brown Band and Beach Boys with you guys, but yep. I'm, I'm going to sneak another one in there. I'm just going to kind of play it by ear as I'm down I am there.
2: telling you, if you were in town Labor Day weekend diana ross I on know. saturday night yeah. if they're I t- she's amazing rocco
1: wants to go to that I, one rocco's all into that
2: i'm dying because when we're so done we're
0: so done yes I and know. i have zach brown the final friday night and i'm like the thought of going
2: uh, back yeah, yeah no oh, you I get and i it. together then yeah i get yes. it i get it yeah who is the first night of the fair well we'll find out on thursday when yeah. john bream I sent him a note and I said, Are you gonna be on the fair? He goes, Does the suburbs sing love us a lot? Every show is you know, are there good French fries I mean he gave me all these <laughs> retro yes, of course I'll be on at three thirty to tell everybody about all the music. So there's a lot of there's good there is a lot. Like there is every year. I know it. You know. And last year was just starting
0: to people were trickling back. I think it's gonna be a big fair this year. I do, too. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. The weather kind of looks really kind of good, like 70-ish. A little oh. colder than you and I like. Yeah, but for like,
2: most people, mm-hmm. that's their sweet spot. It is. Mm-hmm. And you can still get your advance fare tickets at Cub. When does until that stop? whatever time that Cub service desk closes on Wednesday. Okay, Right up until the fair. You save $3 yeah. per admission. Yeah, and if you're bringing a bunch of people, it's it's a good savings. I had to go and buy a bunch of tickets for all my... Friends and family that like to go to shows with me, mainly Casey. <laughs> and a couple of girlfriends, there you, you know, for right. the Pitbull. i Pitbull. What night is that? That's Sunday that night.
0: That one is
1: sold out pretty, pretty well. Pretty much. That yes. one would,
0: yeah, that's a fun one, Laura. You're going to have a blast. But
1: oh, yeah. uh, the first night, Alice in Chains, Breaking that's Benjamin right. with special guest Bush,
2: which
0: would be yeah. kind of fun, oh, yeah. and The Life Project.
1: Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. Make a note to play Glycerin on Thursday, Thursday I please, will. so we can, Great Song. Yes. Uh, so we can talk about that we recommend people stripping to this song. <laughs> Yo, good
0: oh God. Lori,
1: honestly. Oh, that, <laughs> <laughs>
3: right.
2: that is. That is a good slow song <laughs> to take off your clothes to. Alright, listen, we'll be right back.
3: Julia's random thoughts.
2: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's
0: all it is. Alright, so today is I don't even know the date. It's August something. 22nd. Yeah, right. Monday, August 22nd. the 22nd. Second. So this this happened over the weekend. Um, and I think it's kind of sad, but since 1994, people have been get, able to get married at the Chapel of Love at the Mall of America. Oh. Yes. It opened first on December 4th, um, 1994. That was the first time the wedding venue opened. And people, remember when... I don't know what radio station had that huge the contest. Yeah. Huge contest. Go and meet your loved one and get married. And so many people have gotten married there over the years. It's been open for 28 years. They've had over 8,300 weddings. And it's for people who didn't want to fly to Vegas, don't want to have a big wedding. They would, I thought for a
2: minute you were going to get married at the table. It was
0: turnkey. Love. I didn't think of it. I yeah. wish I would have. <laughs> uh, it's turnkey. So someone does everything for you. You kind right. of have a wedding planner. But it is shutting down this year. Um, I think the woman is selling it and she hasn't found somebody else to buy it. She hasn't found anybody else to buy it because the woman has um, run it since like 2004 or something. She's the
1: second owner. Yes. Do you realize that the numbers you said is 1.2 weddings a day since it it opened? They've done at least one a day. Maybe they maybe didn't do one and did two or three one day. But that breaks down to at least one wedding a day since that has opened. Wow. And they're closing it down.
0: That's kind of a drag. Well, maybe someone else opened it up. But that used to be, you know, you think about all the people you see walking around in wedding dresses in Vegas. Right. right. Just randomly. Right. And to randomly see someone at the Mall of America walking around. Because it's just an easy way to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you did not want to do all the coordination. So anyway, that is closing. Um, They are having um, a sale, a going out of business sale. If people want to buy, I have no like an estate sale at the yeah,
1: chapel. Have like bridal tiers, <laughs> wedding, wedding, things, wedding yeah. veils.
0: Mm-hmm. that be cool. Um, you know, glittery things. Yes, this would be a good way to get it at a discounted price. A device. pew for
1: the garage, maybe.
0: A, right? You never know when you're going to need <laughs> one. You never know when you're going to need one. Um, this is a sweet story about this guy named T- Tom Stewie. He set a goal for himself to make a million. Free basketball throws in his life, and he finally did it this last Thursday. Did you talk about this on his eighty-second birthday?
1: No, that's crazy. A million free throws in yes. his life. Wow! And
0: so what he did is he initially started taking a hundred shots a day. He started two decades ago.
2: What do we know? I mean, that he counted right. Um,
0: well, he's gotten pretty question. good at. He says his shooting percentage <laughs> is around ninety-four percent now. He once made two hundred twenty-two free throw shots in a row. Whoa. But the guess what the world record is for free throw shots in a row. Try saying that.
2: That is not. Free throw shots.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> 5221.
1: Was this a I professional? Like 200. <laughs> yeah, I would have thought like 25300, but two fifty hundred. I didn't, did
2: I, I, Yeah, yeah, like an old western 200. Saloon. I'll take 200. But once again, try to
0: say free Shots in a row. No, you can't. Free
1: throw shots in a row. You couldn't it,
0: even you see can't. It.
2: We throw shots.
0: <laughs> he, and he's 82, yeah. so congratulations yes. to him. All right. So 120 years ago today, I don't know where you guys were, but it was 1902, and Theodore Roosevelt became the very first U.S. president to ride an automobile at a public appearance. The car he rode in was an it was a um an electric car. Really? Automobile production was in the early stages of development at the turn of the 20th century, and about a half the American vehicles were electric. My gosh, why would we stop?
2: That's I a don't, great question.
0: I do not know the model in which Roosevelt wrote him was a Columbia electric Victoria Phantom. Wow. Like other, they did electric bikes at the time. That's true. The Victoria Phantom had an external box for the driver mm-hmm. located in the rear of the car. And um, it had two 20-volt batteries that totaled 800 pounds in weight. About That's why. <laughs> about 40% of the vehicle's total weight. The tires were made of rubber. <laughs> the driver has his choice of four s- speeds. I think they were on the tree. Mm-hmm. The maximum speed was 13 miles per hour.
1: Think about that. A 20 mm-hmm. volt battery right now is one you can put in your drill. That oh, weighs. serious? Yeah. Like just tw- a 12 volt bat battery, an average 12 volt is the one you put in your drill. Yeah. So you're talking, and those things weigh what, three pounds max? If that, maybe a pound and a half? Yeah. You're talking two 20 volt batteries, 800 pounds. That's why they didn't keep up with it. It's the technology to make that as small. Think of what
0: we would have saved in okay. greenhouse gases all the time. Are you wanting? Okay. So we're doing a film, right?
2: Well, we've supposedly, that's the rumor. I'm hoping that September 27th never comes. (laughs) How can we prolong the days? Well, we've got the fair.
0: All right. So here's an idea for us. A new study came out and people are way more creative in the shower. When you take a warm shower, we experience an increased dopamine flow that can make us more creative. I don't know if it's having I mean, sex in the warm shower or no, just so being in a warm shower. I mean, think of how this is not
2: going to help us you with don't our think movie. so? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I really don't.
1: But it is nice. Sometimes I've actually, this is weird because I come up with ideas in the while shower? I'm in the shower and now we can have our phones be around like liquid. So I put it they in like can? a soap. Yeah. Well, most iPhones are water resistant. You could drop them in a pool and pull them out. The newer ones, you know, anything from like the. 11 and up i'll put mine right in the that. soap dispenser hit record and i'll talk out loud because sometimes some of my best thoughts come out when i'm left alone and, and then i'll read yeah oh yeah i think even one of my i got the idea for one of my spots for ridgeview while i was in the shower and i just sat there and talked about it went back wrote it down and then because
0: dreams i forget hmm you know, I always think I'm going to remember that. Yeah. I, I should take notes for this morning. I know you're tired, Lori. Yeah,
1: moving on. See
0: I know. How,
2: how I'm trying to, to, to pretend I'm interested in any of this. Oh, Lori. Oh, miss, I missed you. I missed, I missed, it. I missed yes. you. <laughs> it's yeah. the equivalent of going to some book club and people are talking about anything but the book and talking about other things. That That's because you stuff.
0: forgot to read the book. No, I don't I even do know it. when. I, I don't do know why
2: it. I'm in a book club. I have a, book club. a book club. Are you in a book club? I well, but in you, name only, in when? name only, and on the email. That's it. A neighborhood book club. Have that, you ever showed up? Once. That was the coffee
0: clatch. No, that I went to a book club once too. Do they read any good books that you've already read? <laughs> I mean, the best way to do it is just to tell them you don't even care. I.
2: I didn't even know what the book club I didn't even know what the book was. I don't know you know how I am about my email. I know it's all my fault. It's none none of the other ladies' fault. It's my fault. I'm a bad I'm a good bowler, but I'm a bad book club person. Because we have a book club. You know? every That's what day. I kind of, is sort of how I feel about it. It's like, well, I already have this other book club. I mean, oh, yeah. how many book clubs can you belong to? Exactly. I only want to belong to one bowling team. That's for damn sure. <laughs> 33 weeks a year. Okay. <sighs> Look at the time. Yeah, and that's Saved coming up soon. Bowling. If Labor Day is coming up, bowling is coming oh. up. Oh, Labor- and that's
0: Labor Day to Memorial Day pretty much, isn't it? Pretty that's much. That's a long one. That's pretty a long much. one. All right, Grant, are there cars on the roads? There is are. Is there traffic happening? There is
1: some traffic, and we're not dealing with any Colombian electric vehicles from all 1901, right. that's the for Victoria sure. The Victoria Phantom. The Victoria Phantom, yes. Very cool car, though. I saw some pictures up okay. here. Hey,
2: everybody. It's we're glad you've made a bad us. habit of hanging out with us for all these years. <laughs> Thank you so much. And maybe you're new to the program, but hola. Hola, we're looking forward to seeing people out at the... Fair very much. Yes, so. we are. Okay, so um this weekend on CBS Sunday morning, um I don't know if you caught it at all. Um but uh Chris Everett was on and uh it was kind of a good it was kind of a good uh interview in just that I don't really know that we've ever seen Chris Everett open up in this way. I mean maybe she's written a book or something but I've not really seen her be open like in interviews and stuff you know about her personal life about her personal life and so she opened up um uh with CBS Sunday morning uh, talking about her family's cancer history because with the BRCA gene mutation there's a higher risk of hereditary cancer breast and ovarian and she opened up about um um, mentoring young athletes. And then here she is talking about the price that she feels now that she's looking back, you know, being 67 at the price she paid for being an early success in such a tennis phenomenon.
0: Yep.
3: I do believe that there's a price to pay. There's a price to pay for almost everything in life. What do you mean there's a price well, to pay? I, I, but I, I I think that my fame at a young age, and I really didn't get to have the freedom to develop the authentic me at a young age. I didn't go to college. I joined the tour right away. And you know, I think people that again are always told you're the, you're the, you're the greatest and pat it on the back and and people can't say no to them. You know? I mean, I don't think I've ever gotten a ticket in my life because policemen have pulled me over many times and seen that I'm Chris Everett and they go, I'm such such a big fan of yours, I'm going to let you go. And I think when that happens, years and years and years and years and years, I think you become a little entitled and a little enabled and I'm the first to admit that I feel like that affected my relationships.
2: Her marriages, yeah. She was on the cover of Time Magazine when she was 17. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hopefully she's reaching out with some of these other younger athletes that have had, you know, a hard time. And yeah, I think, you know, she had the broken engagement to Jimmy Connors that ended and then she married the British tennis player, John Lloyd, John Lloyd. Mm -hmm. And they were married uh, from 79 to 87. Then she wed downhill skier, Andy Mill, and she had three sons with him. Mm -hmm. And then she had an overlapping relationship with Greg Norman her neighbor. Her neighbor, the golfer, mm-hmm. and that marriage lasted just over a year. Yep. That was, really, that like, was brutal. That was brutal. Mm-hmm. And um, she also talked about how her sister Jeannie served uh, uh, saved her life because they were on a trip together like six years ago, and they were rushing through the airport, and her sister was like a athletic person yep, like yep. Chris was. And, and younger. She, and younger, and... She was struggling, like, to catch her breath, and then she, her sister got diagnosed with stage four ovarian mm-hmm. cancer. And her doctors learned that Jeannie, who died in twenty twenty, had the BRCA gene mutation. And so Chris got tested and helped everyone in the family because they had all this. They didn't know it, right? And previously, I think it's been Angelina Jolie who was like the first one that we kind of knew oh, you can get tested for this BRCA genetic mutation. She wrote an op-ed because her mom died of ovarian and breast cancer. At like 57 or something really young. 52 maybe. Oh, was it that young? Yeah. So anyway, it was was an interesting uh, interview. And I just, I don't know. I mean, you follow tennis more closely than I do, but I had not really seen. uh, And she and the reporter were both wearing tennis shoes with their, you know, dresses. Well, they're, they're, like, they're in vogue right now. And if you've been, I was
0: in Target the other day. Oh, my gosh, the tennis wear. I mean, you, it's so cute, the tennis skirts that are in style right now and all that look. But the thing that she said is people don't say no to you. Right. I give you Madonna. Madonna. I give mm-hmm. you Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. I give you a lot of our superstars that have no, you feel like, are they just so out of touch with reality? Yeah. Sports stars, Grant, I'm sure you know a bunch of them. Who are just out of touch with reality because no one has ever (laughs) said no. The majority,
2: or everything is done for you.
0: Yes, one hundred
2: percent. Because that was a thing I was reading. It was a bodyguard who, he didn't name names, but you could tell Brad and Angelina. There was, yeah, and how those two just like they didn't know how
1: to do anything. Well, look at here locally, Clem Haskins. Same thing. He literally got in trouble for teaching these athletes to cheat. You had teachers writing papers for them, never having to have any responsibility for the team. How can you even become accountable for anything when you aren't held accountable for anything? How do you, that that has gotta be the most difficult thing ever.
0: And a lot of the tennis players, and we learned this like in King Richard with Serena and Venus Williams, they went to be pro really young. Mm -hmm. And the mom and dad tried to keep Serena's back from being pro too young because you burn out. And so they talk about it a lot on the tennis circuit. Is that the kids who went played college ball, college tennis? Yeah. And how they're now just starting to get out there more. So we're having a lot of Americans who've gone through college. Do you think Chris Everett is a good announcer? I love her. I love her insight. I love John McEnroe. I love his Mm. silliness. I love listening to the classics. Yeah. They're just great. And she's great. And Jim Courier, you know, is doing he's another one that, you know, he's great. He played tennis here with Andre Agassi and that. Level, and then it's kind of funny because then you have people like Pete Sampras, who was before Roger Federer, like no was, one could yeah, beat him. Right, and he has dropped off the face of the earth with tennis. He mm-hmm. doesn't want anything to do with it. He raises his kids in California. He married that actress, and just is is away from it. But I think saying yes. To people and never having mm-hmm. them be responsible for anything. Yeah. Now we say when you do everything for your kids, how are they ever going to learn? Right. But sometimes it's easier to do it. So you do it anyway. You're never doing anyone a service. So I think it's
2: really real what she says. Yeah. And she sounds like she might be working with some of the younger up and coming. She has
0: the Chrissy Everett Tennis Center in mm-hmm. Florida, Jupiter, mm-hmm.
2: Florida. And she
0: works Have with a you the been there? I've never been to Jupiter, Lori. I went to the USTA tennis place and took a lesson in Orlando like five years ago. Maybe not that. Probably five years ago. But no, I've never been there. But I mean, she's she's a smart woman. And um,
2: George or Greg Norman was just like just like a midlife
0: blip, one hundred percent. And for both of them, they both he's already remarried to someone else, right? I'm pretty sure. And then joined that other golf league that we dare not talk about right grant that's
2: right
1: <laughs> uh, nope we do not mention them mm-hmm.
2: nope that other league Did he lose uh, he must have paid a lot of money because i think he'd been married for a very long time to his first wife he was when he stepped out with chris Everett. i think so and they were friends in the
0: same community they
2: lived. they you know, imagine the, s- s- the scandal and the oh. gossip that must have been gone nope. on nope like uh mm-hmm Something out of a you know soap opera. One hundred percent, because everybody knows each other. Didn't they live on that island? Yes. Wasn't it Jupiter? Um, well, no, Jupiter is but an island. There's, but there's there's another like there's another yes.
0: Biscayne Bay. Yes, you're very, right, Lori. Very wealthy. You're right.
2: And I'm sure that she was.
0: Uh-huh, they'd go. Everyone would drive their golf carts around. Hmm. Who, Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Okay, so she is. I love that she's saying that. Yeah. Because they're invaluable lessons to have just grow up and do your own stuff. Mm-hmm.
2: Good God. Demi Lovato, you know, her album came out on uh, the one we can't, Holy Yeah, we can't say the name of. But she was just everywhere last week. And really, I love this. Uh, her new music is. Do you really, like it's it? It's really good. Okay. Substance is good. 29 is good. I haven't listened to the whole album, but on TikTok. Um, uh because her song 29 which is about her relationship with Vil- Wilmer Valderrama and he he's 29 and she's 17 so all these tiktok people are opening up about the inappropriate relationships that young women
0: have with older men
2: yeah wow yeah so conversations are kind of helpful about um you know just there's a lot of young women in their 17, 18, 19. They can't even get to a bar and, yet. They and they're dating 30-olds. Yes, yes. And, you know, kind of how blinded you are by right. their sophistication. 100%. And so it's kind of come out on TikTok as an anthem for women and girls to share their experiences. Um, because she dated him for six years.
0: Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. I didn't
2: know it was that long. It was that long. And um Uh, And you'll see when you're looking through the ticket, you see these baby faced girls and then these grown ass men. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, good, good for you, Demi Lovato, singing about that. And I kind of because we don't people go, oh, you know, you you don't really. From your vantage point of maybe your mid 20s or something, you look back on it, but it does feel like there's some taking advantage going on.
0: Oh heavens, yes, yeah. I
2: even feel that way a little bit with um, you know my guy uh, Austin Butler dating Kylie Gerber. Lori,
0: I was just going to bring it she's up she's nineteen and he's
2: thirty. I think that's wrong. I would. It, she can't even go into a bar. Yeah, but I mean, we see this, <sighs> and then we think, okay, well, she's famous, she's mild, she's more grown up. Sure, but still, it doesn't average, matter. Yeah, you can't. That's a big age
0: gap, and Lori. I was wondering because I saw a picture of those two over the weekend. She got mm-hmm. her hair all cut off in a mm-hmm. cute shag,
2: and I thought, if I was her parents, you're just not as emotionally mature as you think you are at 19 as as someone is who's going to be. So anyway, that's what Demi's. And impact- don't you
0: wonder about the person who is interested in someone that is that young? Mm-hmm. I yeah. think. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know we love Austin Butler. Yeah. And we could do no wrong. He played Elvis and yeah. Gossip Girl. But still, at the same time, I feel like there. What's up with you that you can't date someone closer to
2: your age? Yeah, the power imbalances. Yeah. So it's getting a lot of people are talking like about it, and that's a, like a that's what Demi did with because that song came out uh, on Friday. Good for that's everywhere. great. Yeah. And if you listen to it, it's definitely about all right. Vilmer Valderrama. Okay, listen. We come back. We got a little Hollywood speaking. Julia, yes, what is sir? the meaning of this? Uh, Kim Kardashian, Kourtney Kardashian, Sylvester Stallone, Kevin Hart, they now are getting restrictor devices fitted to their sprinklers. <laughs> Hollywood speak that, please. They
0: are—they have been cite- cited for using too much water. That's mm-hmm. right. And so now they have, it's kind of like, you know, if you drink, you have a zapper. If mm-hmm. you water,
2: you have a zapper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're having the worst drought, and these guys have mm-hmm. the green lawns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're easy to find.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: 100%, easy to find. Even behind the
0: gate.
1: That's right.
0: Even behind the gate.
1: I've had, no joke, I've had two community officers come up to my house this last year to cite me. For my lawn being so green, but then I bring them and I say, "Nope, I have a private well, which they don't know about because right. they don't right. check that." And so then I legally can do it. But I've had two officers because my neighbor's lawns brown and then right, mine right. golden green, but it's all from the ground, so I'm not wasting yeah. any water. No,
0: you aren't. You Who aren't. Do these rich people think that they are anyway. they rich oh, people. So. They've been slapped with the devices. I remember when I that's first awesome. I first yeah. moved to Tempe, Arizona, and I'd never been to Arizona before I moved there, mm-hmm. and um the lawns were all rocks mm-hmm. yeah. and it was the grossest weirdest thing and then people would do like pink rock squares and blue rock squares and i was like this is it looked like the bottom of an aquarium yeah. you know everyone's yards looked like that and i'm like wow and the only places there was green things were like on the, the golf, golf courses. courses right 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 yeah
1: because there's right they there's, get limited too if they're oh, using city water yeah. you're right
0: you're right about that yeah. there's a town in new mexico what was i reading in the headline That has only 30 days left of drinking water. There's such a drought going on out west. It's Mm -hmm. terrible. And then Dallas gets nine inches of water in
2: like 10 seconds less yesterday. It's nutty. All right, moving on. Moving on. Alex Rodriguez posted a picture on Saturday of him at his desk, letting us know he's wearing Ralph Lauren.
0: (laughs) Which is what Jennifer Lopez got married in, and he wanted us to know that he's okay on her wedding day.
2: Is that what he's telegraphing us? Yeah, he's a dink. He really is. He's just a narcissistic dink. He's like, damn, she. I, I was engaged to her for five long years. Didn't Apparently, he is just, like, really, I you wonder about Jennifer Lopez's taste in men. Well, (laughs) with her long time (laughs) thing with him that she Mm -hmm. put up with him so long. Well, what we
0: talked about at the time is that he was, you know, she was with Mark Anthony who had money and Mm -hmm. then she went to Casper, the 22 year old when she was 40 something. Right. So it happens in both directions. Right. And he was her babysitter, glorified babysitter because her kids were little and he was kind of like the nanny boy toy. Mm hmm. Um, who had no money and she took care of and did everything. And then she met Alex Rodriguez and he had money. And so they were in kind of a little bit of equal levels. And maybe that was attractive to her. I guess, I guess. Yeah.
2: Jeez. Okay. If he did
0: open his mouth, he was good looking at some point in his life.
2: It's so true. (laughs) It's so true. Okay. Uh, uh, one of the men who robbed Kim Kardashian in Paris blames her for the theft. Um, okay, this is a scary statement. <laughs> well, okay, so this guy, this guy, his name is Eunice Abbas. He spent two years in prison for the $10 million dollar heist in which Kardashian was tied up and put in the bathtub of her hotel room right. by robbers posing as cops. And he did an interview with Vice, and he was asked a few questions about you know, the whole thing. Right. And here's what he said. He said, since she was throwing money away, I was there to collect to collect it. And that was that. Guilty? No, I don't care. These people should be less showy towards people who can't afford it. For some people who flaunt their wealth, it's provocative.
0: Okay, well, I, I'm going to give him well, this. he is
2: a professional criminal. He is. So having... No remorse makes perfect sense. It really
0: does, and and these people held her up at gunpoint and taped her in her bathtub. Mm-hmm. I mean, scarier than scary. But she did show us the big rocks. You know, you used to be when really wealthy people would travel, they would travel with fake jewelry, right? You know, because and you'd leave all your stuff at home and in, yeah. You know, you're he even safe. wrote a book called "I Kidnapped Kim Kardashian." He, I can't believe he's making money off of
2: this. Well, I don't know what anyone's doing And then he doesn't feel remorse. Well, I mean, him saying he's sorry for robbing Kim Kardashian would be like Kim saying she's giving all her money away to charity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right, but, neither one makes any sense. You know? True. Remember, right? they had a
0: hard time finding those guys for a while.
2: Yeah. Well, you should sleep with one eye open with Kris Jenner. But anyway, he <laughs> blames her for the theft. And you know what? He's uh, apparently uh, he just he he was running low on cash, at the time. That's hysterical.
0: Well, a lot of us are, but I don't think about robbing people.
2: No, but all yeah. these peepaw gangsters he was hanging out with—they're all over sixty. And remember, were...
0: and remember the Antwerp um, diamond. Oh yeah, the diamond on the heist. heist on the on the uh, tarmac. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of unsolved. You know when people in Paris on the motorcycles just go right into Cartier, take everything out, and then well, it run away. It doesn't
2: happen very often, but when it does, yes, they're it does big, make big news. They're big. I'll be on the lookout. Yeah, okay. It. Harry Styles, you know he's Ooh. covering. He's on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine, looking just beautiful. And he talked about Olivia. He's not really said too much. He's no, only he hasn't. talked about her as a director. He said um, it. Obviously, he was asked about the hateful comments that get directed towards he and Olivia having a relationship because she's 10 years older with two children and people don't like it. He said, obviously, it doesn't make me feel good. It's obviously a difficult feeling to feel like being close to me means you're at the ransom of a corner of Twitter or something. I just wanted to sing. I didn't want to get into it if I was going to hurt people like that.
0: That is so, I can't decipher that one, but I'm just going <laughs> to say that um, he doesn't like social media. Yeah.
2: yeah. Who does sometimes? I mean, yeah.
0: sometimes they're just so
2: vile to people. Well, here's what Olivia then she was asked about it. Okay. And she said, I don't understand the cruelty you're referencing. Is that? The kind of toxic and energy is the very—it's the opposite of Harry and everything he puts out there. I don't believe the hateful energy defines his fan base at all. Olivia, okay. believe it. Okay, people yes. really do not people, like this couple. They do not at all, and, they and don't we like know, it because she's the older woman. That's one hundred percent. And we have we have some super
0: fans that we know that can't stand them together. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch out for bunnies. So that's
2: the first time they've talked about it. I'll have to uh, see if I can crack my Rolling Stone cord, uh, code? code and see if I can do, read it. Do
0: you sp- <laughs> subscribe to that? Because, boy, they're strict.
2: Oh. They're the worst. You can, they're terrible. You
0: can look at the first, first little Lord juicy the, headline. The.
2: Yeah. Queen Elizabeth has eaten jam penny sandwiches every day since she was a toddler, according to her former private chef. A jam and penny? Jam pennies. So they, they. she was served jam pennies in the nursery as a little girl. She's had them for afternoon tea ever since. They're made from bread with a little butter and a spread of jam and then cut out into circles the size of an old British penny.
0: Okay, can I tell you one of the things that we ate at the wedding? With little mini cucumber sandwiches. Yeah. I love the little mini ones yeah. in the bright bread with the so crust. You can see why she's I been can continuing totally with her jam see pennies. because it's
2: so they're cute. I'm looking at a jam penny sandwich right now. They're darling. I know. And it. they're just little bites. Everything does stay the same for the Queen Elizabeth. Day in and day out. Thank goodness she has five drinks a day. <laughs> All right, we'll be back.